0: So we are back again here, and we are on week two of Bucks and Brews. So before we get to the Bucks portion, let's talk about the Brews portion. So got a couple fun ones this week. I got Pete Tart Cider from Sierra Rose, Jaden James. There you go. Also a blueberry. And then if I get sick of those, I got a Henry's Hard. There we go. Nick, what you got going?
1: I, uh, I got a sponsor this week uh, from my brother. I got to give him a big shout-out. Today is actually his birthday. Um, he's, uh, he's traveling for work, so he's in Wisconsin, and uh, he stopped and grabbed me uh, some Hazy Rabbit uh, from one of my favorite breweries out of, out of Michigan, Lakefront Brewing. It's, it's right on Lake Michigan on that side. They do tours. It's actually it's a really cool brewery over there, but I haven't had Hazy Rabbit. It's an, it's an IPA. Really excited – and then one, I think you and I will both enjoy, especially uh, the cartoon on it. It's called "Diet Starts Tomorrow." It's a chocolate oatmeal stout. Um, so, it's uh, for those that are, are listening and not and not watching. There's this very very overweight cat in a very small workout shirt and uh, like some weights on his uh, on his paws. So, uh, I'm really excited for that one. Um, big shout out to my brother for, uh, for sponsoring this, this, uh, alcohol consumption for me. So I, uh, and, uh, sorry, that brewery is a uh, carbon Four uh, brewing in Madison, Wisconsin.
0: So, uh, say, I'm, Nick, I'm excited to try it. <clears throat> I would say that by looking at that picture, mm-hmm. I think they got either you or I to model for that picture. Cause you know, quite familiar.
1: Yeah. I say, I, um, you know, I know you're a cat guy, so I thought that would get you pretty well. Uh, <laughs> say, and uh, it says "carpe diem" on his uh, on his shirt. You know, say "seize the carp." You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> hell yeah! I uh, I got to say that sounds delicious.
1: I'm yeah. I say I'm I'm very excited. Um, just so you guys know, here's a here's a really fun fact. You can if you don't have a bottle opener and you're a married man, the one good thing about your wedding ring is uh, you just take it. And you pop it open. So uh, we do things like that. I've tried the IPA. I thought it was really good. Not too, not too strong in that. Uh, the chocolate oatmeal stout, very exciting. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Smoothness, not, not, not like a bold, throat, full front <coughs> flavor type thing. A good stout, just in general. So you know, I mean, Wisconsin. We know that they do cheese um apparently they're starting to pick up their beer game a little bit so um if anybody uh if anybody else wants to throw us some beers to try give a small little review um you know we're, we're definitely all about that so yes we uh, are yes <laughs> today's topic um david david and i are actually really excited about it's one thing that frustrates us with uh with most people right uh we're talking about the economy itself um not necessarily what we're going to talk about how economics works and things like that, but like what, what defines our economy and is it working? Is it not working? Um, you know, we, we hear a lot of, a lot of people's opinions and sometimes they just get the, they get these facts wrong. Right. Um, so we want to clear a couple things up for you guys. We're going to, we're going to touch on, on, um, stocks, you know, the stock market, the, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones, things like that. Um, and you know we're we're gonna get into depth on another episode of, of single stocks and things like that. But today we wanted to want to do a broader thing on what on what the economy looks like. You know, so.
0: Well, and I really wanted to dive into the subject because I, I was arguing with some dumbass earlier today. Apologies if the dumbass is listening to this because you know hopefully you are, and you'll learn that how stupid you really are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got into an argument because they were talking about how great the economy is because the stock market's just so high up and yeah. I get sick of this argument, okay? And and I really kind of broke it down for this person. I said, listen, rich people own a lot of stock. They make a lot of money in the stock market. It has nothing to do with the economy. Poor people have no money, so they don't put money in the stock market, so they're not making anything. Stocks yeah. are for either the rich or the forward thinking. Would you agree, Nick?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think, you know, I, I I try not to say it's just for the rich because we we talk so much about four oh one Ks. We talk about getting your money in there. Right? I mean, there's the filthy one percent type thing, but we try to we try to make this so it hits the masses. So I don't want to say it's just for the rich. Like, yes, when you have, you know, when you own a thousand of one stock and somebody owns one, they're making a thousand times or losing a thousand times. People forget that that loss happens in such a big spurt, right? Like, so again, you get excited to make $2. They're excited to make $20,000. They get pissed when they lose 20,000. You get pissed when you lose two bucks. So, you know, and uh,
0: that's kind of why I qualify it as rich or forward thinking.
1: I say forward thinking um, you know, I really like that. I'm, I'm excited to dive into the stock market itself and what it's what it's a little bit about. Uh, we got my little YouTube star here. Um, I guys, see- I, say, I, know, I know we're talking about this. So I want to take a quick second because she's really excited to, to play with uh, one thing. We're going to be doing a, another couple small things for children um, all the way from the ages of, you know, when we think you should start teaching them money and investing. It's this thing. Yeah, it's, it's this thing. You guys will see this whoever watches it. And we're going to we're going to talk about um, all the way up till, you know, we, we consider, you know, your parents taking yeah. care of you until like 18 for most people. Um, so just just a heads up, guys, we're going to we're going to be, you know, my kid, once I bought this little toy, she got excited. Right. So it just proves like, hey, you just got to find that little thing to, to help drive these kids with money. So.
0: yeah. So, again, when we're talking here about. The economy and the stock market, obviously, they're two different things. There's, there's a lot that goes into whether we have a good economy or not. You know, one of them is where our GDP stands. For those of you who don't know, GDP is gross domestic product.
1: Correct. Yeah. So
0: stuff we're making, stuff other people are buying. Um.
1: no, I say I want to touch base just a little bit more on that, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's things we're making, right? Mm-hmm. Things, you know, uh, not necessarily just selling, but things that we're, we're right? So we heard, we heard back when Trump kind of first started this for, you know, four years ago, one of his big things was to raise tariffs and everybody's heard the tariff word. Well, so that's because we're bringing so much in. I mean, everybody makes the joke of, you know, our hats are probably from China and they represent a USA team. Um, now we're both checking. China. Uh, yeah, you know, so. Uh, I I didn't get to see where mine's from but you know so and it's this giant thing of you know so but but here right in America we we have a lot of farmland we we give away a lot or you know we we sell a lot of our stuff We, we do you know back back when you're you know I guess my parents were young my grandparents type thing right Pittsburgh was known as you know the steel the steel area right so we sell we sell these steel beams I mean countries buy from us to build their buildings So we, we export a lot more things than some people tend to think about. I mean, um, a Corvette is known here, but it's really expensive over there where you go to Europe and a Ferrari is cheap, but a Corvette's a million bucks and it's the opposite around here. So, because it costs more to get here, um, you know, but really it's, it's again, gross domestic problem, you know, and, and product. And so domestic means here, local USA domestic. Um, you know, and then everything is international besides that. So, uh, I, I don't want you guys to think we're thinking that you're dumb. We, anything like that. We just want to, we're trying to educate on what things actually are.
0: Well, and, and when we're talking about the GDP, you know, it's, it's basically the monetary value of, of these goods and services that, that Nick's been talking about. So, you know, Pittsburgh what used to be the steel capital of the world, you know, it's the steel city. The defense for the Pittsburgh Steelers is a steel curtain. I mean, everything with them was was steel. Everything with Detroit's always been auto, okay? Auto capital of the world because, you know, Ford's there, General Motors is there, uh, Chrysler's not far from there. So, I mean, you know, you look at these things and and that all factors into your GDP. And and basically what they do is they use this to, to give an idea of how a country actually um, – is growing you know their economy and their actual country is growing based off of this gross domestic product yeah oh don't really want to take you too far into the weeds on that because that
1: everybody got bored in high school learning about this stuff so we don't want we don't want to bore you but there is some people that you know they they might have fallen asleep back in high school and trust me i did it was just something i kind of knew and then now that we're doing this, I, I just enjoy it a heck of a lot more. Um, it's it's nerdy at nerdy talk. Let's
0: talk about it. So yeah, and it really is. Yeah. So and I mean when we talk about GDP, so I pulled up some stats because you know I love stats. So okay. earlier in the year, I don't know when this was updated. Our GDP sat at nineteen point four eight trillion dollars. Okay, tops in the world. China right behind us at twelve point twelve three trillion, and Japan right behind them, but they're only at four point eight seven trillion. And I mean, when you think about that, landmass wise, the United States and China are pretty big. Japan's this tiny little island. Most of the people, you know, live in Tokyo or you know, nowhere because. <laughs> is there another?
1: Yeah, no, and uh, right, but it is right, but and we get honestly, we get a lot of our electronics and we get all of our electronics from over there. I mean, there's very limited stuff that's made here. Um, You know, one thing that I think uh, we want to transfer into the stock market and how it doesn't represent the economy in a general. Everybody thinks that, again, as David said, because the stock market is high, the economy is doing well. No, that means that specific companies are doing well, right? I mean, the stock market... We, we've hit on it a little bit, you buy into a company in, in faith that they're going to grow. And if they grow, right, if they sell, then their stock usually goes up because they're going to build a new plant. Um, forgive us for talking about plants and, and uh, the industrial side of things, because we're from the Midwest. That's kind of what our mindset is. I mean, we are, we are Detroit area. Um, so we will be talking a lot about that type of a thing, especially from my background. Um Right, so if I if I, you know, and we know Tesla, Tesla's a huge thing for me. Um, you know, they, they came out with the truck, a bunch of people, I mean, pre-bought the truck that's supposed to come out, and then um, say Tesla's Tesla's competitor, right? The CEO just stepped down. Uh, what with Nikola, right? So the stock market or the stock in that the CEO just stepped down yesterday and it, it you know their stock went down because at that point, I mean, it didn't, it didn't plummet, right? It didn't, it didn't go crazy. But at that point, they, their best thing, the number one leader, like the captain of the team, for some reason, isn't the captain anymore. And everybody bet their money on this person leading them to success. So, you know, it's still a good product because it didn't plummet all the way. The idea is still there, but now they just have to get it back to a good, a good uh, leadership to get them all the way through it. So, um, you know, it, when you look at it, I, I know, let's say Nikola dropped, what, like seven bucks today and Tesla gained $7 today. So it was really, you know, you, you just seen people, people said, Hey, all right, Tesla's got the chance to make this happen. Um, you know, we, when we talk about, when we talk about what's, you know, what else makes the, the stock market again, has been doing well because we haven't seen We haven't seen really the reduction of people buying things. Um, You know, today is the 22nd. I know yesterday, the 21st, which was Monday, um, the stock market dropped 500 points, right? So what they do is they take a, a big lump, again, I'm not trying to educate you guys so in depth, but they take a big group of stocks and then they take how much those technically lost and that becomes the loss for, you know, for how much the average of the whole thing but it dropped 500, 500 points. And, you know, there's, there's talk about, well, because we haven't seen another stimulus come out. We haven't seen money keep going into the economy. We haven't seen people buying all of these things that they used to buy on a regular basis. Right. So the growth in that technically hasn't gone up. So these companies are, you know, at that, on that exact day, it's saying that these companies aren't ready to expand when they're ready to expand. They they go, you know, every time the new Apple gets announced the iPhone. Right. We watch it. Nintendo throws out theirs. We watch it. Um, you know, Coke. When you when it's Coke's been around forever and they constantly grow and they're constantly, you know, they're very they're not growing to the to the point of Amazon where they're opening a thousand warehouses every every minute, you know. But Coke will open a new thing and they'll come up with a new line, right? Um, you know, we all we all or even Pepsi, right? We talk about Crystal Pepsi or Pepsi Blue or Code Red came out. So they try all these things and then they they go up a little bit. So most people don't understand that they didn't stop making another product. They created another product. And let's say they're at hundred percent capacity with these products. Well, they have to, the new product that they put in, they have to build room for that capacity. They have to build a new line to pour that drink. They have to do all this. So um, that's why it grows there. And if it takes off, right? So code red, we can all agree. Code red took off It stayed on the shelf. It's doing amazing things. And it's been around for years. Now it's just a normal thing. So, that you know, if you if you go back to when Code Red came out, look at the stock, look at the stock price where it was, look at it when it came out, and then look at it to where it is. You know, I I, I wish I had, you know, everybody talks about retro, you know, retro old school, Crystal Pepsi. You know, um, That's it didn't, it exactly didn't. Exactly
0: what I was thinking we, of.
1: Yeah, say so, you know, we all we all like it, but it didn't stick, right? I mean, not you know, now we want it because it's a thing. Um, I was the I was a Surge kid, right <laughs> when Surge came out, I was like the most sugar and all that. You know, now it's back out but it didn't have that same impact. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I want, I want to just keep pounding on the fact that with the stock market, it's not, it's not the economy selling things, right. It's businesses, it's businesses developing more, getting bigger. That doesn't mean they're selling more. That just means they're getting bigger. Um, you know, when you buy space, when you buy space, you don't actually, you technically spent money on space you didn't you didn't sell you didn't sell a product at that point so if something fills it in and sells then yes we've we've gained there in the economy but if it doesn't then they they go back so and big companies attempt to try to make sure they get something to fill that space so
0: well i'm gonna relate this and i'm gonna use nike as my example because i love using them as an example so when, when we're looking at things, Nike obviously sells to consumers, they sell to you know, corporations as well. And when we wanna look at the health of Nike as a whole, we look at, okay, what's their revenue? What does their profit loss look like? What does, what's their stock price looking like? So when two years ago, Colin Kaepernick, his, he got signed to Nike and he was exclusive and they did this, you know, Do it for a reason or don't do it all or whatever that thing was, you know, one of their just do it campaigns and it centered around Kaepernick and everybody's like, screw that. He kneeled. I'm not buying anything Nike. And the stock price was going to go in the tank. I bought a bunch of Nike stock. Nike stock at the time was around 68, $70 was a share. It's up to $129 as of my last check, like an hour and a half ago. Sure. Um, so when, you know, when we're looking at Nike, we know that Nike has been the leader in, in sports equipment since the late 70s. So we're talking 40 years. Um, it's extremely popular because it has been the leader for 40 years. A lot of people use it. They have, you know, agreements with like the National Football League, for example, supplies all uniforms. All of them are Nike. They all have the swoosh on it. So when we're looking at it, we know that Nike is very healthy. And if you're investing in that, you're probably making money. But does that necessarily mean the economy is good? It definitely does not. Okay. We can't equate that to the economy because that's just is a company doing well. So when we're looking at the stock market, we can say, okay, Nike as a whole is doing really well. Their, Their stock's really high. Disney's doing great. Their stock's really high. And then we look at some other stocks that maybe aren't as high. And they've been dropping or maybe they went out of business. So, you know, to, to use an example here, Nick, if I was going to offer you one share of Nike stock or 10 shares of J.C. Pennies, which one are you taking?
1: I'm going to take the Nike stock. And and why? Well, I mean, right. Cause J.C. JCPenney's there. We, I mean, now that we know that JCPenney's trying to file bankruptcy or they might've already done that, um, right. They're, they're, their history just isn't constantly there. They're not looking, you know, again, they they were talking about closing stores. They're not talking about expanding and opening. Right. Um, you know, you never, you don't see JCPenney ads out there. You don't see these big things. So, right. When, when people are marketing and trying to push for more things, that means they they have potential to grow when they're talking about closing stores and laying off people. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, I, if they rebound, yeah, I'd hit a million, but I don't, You know, I'm more conservative. I'm going to take that guaranteed chance if I only have the choice of ten or one. And that's where all my money lies. I'm I'm taking the one stock.
0: Well, and when we look at it, you know, really it's so many things factor into that stock price. So, you know, Nike's not making shoes in Chicago, Illinois. They're not making shoes in Los Angeles. They're making shoes in Thailand. They're paying, you know. A buck fifty for a pair of shoes. You know, they they make a pair of Jordans dollar fifty. They come over here and they sell for a hundred and fifty dollars. That's huge profit. Even with the fact that, you know, they have to ship it over here, they're still making a huge profit. Which again goes back into what Nick was talking about earlier. You know, a lot of the stuff we have made in China. It's cheaper to import that stuff. Which you know that that makes Nike very healthy. A great investment has nothing to do with the economy whatsoever. It It's not, it's not making my life any better unless I'm a stockholder.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I want to talk one more, you know, you kind of hit on a little bit of things um, that I want to talk about. I'm trying not to get too political on this stuff because it's, it's, we're, we're, we're about money. Right. So Colin Kaepernick signed, right. And you said, a bunch of people said that they were going to stop buying Nike. Okay. Well, the, the amount of people that are buying Nike, the people that said they're going to stop buying were probably people that weren't buying. You figure, let's say 50% of them were probably not buying Nike in the first place. And you know, if they did, it was one pair of shoes. Now you got, now Nike again, they have the NFL, right? And the NFL, yeah, they, they tried to do however you want to look at it with Colin, right? Whether they pushed him out or whether, he just was. I don't think he was the greatest quarterback in the first place. Doesn't matter. But Nike was like, all right, hey, here we're gonna go here because we see that people like David are like, oh, I heard that these people are gonna stop buying. I'm gonna start buying because they want to support. So on one side there's the anti-support, and on the other side there's support, right? So uh, when you talk about Taiwan, where the shoes are made, okay, I've heard it a million times from so many people. Oh man, child labor laws and and they don't, you know, they don't use children in it. Sometimes there's always videos that pop up every 10 years that show a child, you know, in a shop. Yes. We don't have the same rules here where anybody under 18 can't walk into a factory over there. Who knows, you know? Um, but there's the, there's the 1% of people that just won't buy it because they think that this is what's happening, but there's always those other people that are just going to buy it because it's a good deal. It's what they want. It's exactly what it is. They don't actually care about that ramification. Right. Um, we can go into that about vegans versus people that eat meat. I mean, these people just stand for what they are and that's what they hold to, right? It doesn't, you know, everybody's getting on this vegan train. You haven't seen the meat prices. You know, I mean, we see meat go up because there's a shortage right now, but like, you know, people are like, oh, this is, this is what it is. So for every for one that there is somebody that's doing something, there's somebody that's not doing it, right? So it, it equals itself out and they already have that, that, that number planned. Next thing I want to talk about is, you know, we talk about Nike being in every sport pretty much, right? So you look at, you talk about bad publicity and, and things like that. So Tiger Woods was the Nike guy for golf. He was the biggest thing. Okay, well, then Tiger did something, and it officially was like he was sponsored by them, and he had his own video game with Nike on there. Nike was making hand over fist with Tiger. Well, Tiger, Tiger screwed that up. Nike seen that, you know, they were starting to get losses, and Nike was smart and was like, hey, we're just done nobody's going to give us the general, you know, nobody's going to generate that amount of money for us um, because these new guys are using Titleist and Ping, and, you know, they're, they're playing with all these new things um, that are coming out. So they, they said, all right, we're done with golf. And uh, so they, they stopped making that. Right. And so Nike's you know, they're they've been around forever. They know when to make these cuts. They know when to do this for the company. You know, they're going to constantly, you know, Everybody, everybody that plays sports, right? They're they're proud to rep that that Nike swoosh right on their jersey. I mean, look at uh look at the Jordans, right? Didn't didn't Michigan University of Michigan uh-huh. sign with Jordan, which it is nice. I mean, that had sales, right? I mean, we, we go into uh the Washington football team, right? So the amount of people that bought Washington Redskins stuff when it was the Redskins, they made money. Now everybody's buying going to buy all this new stuff, so you know. That's the whole thing of changing teams and changing whatever. So,
0: so um, everybody knows this. We've talked about this before. I coach high school softball. I'm I'm now an assistant after being a head coach for many, many years. And I'm not gonna mention the school since you know I am sitting here drinking and the last time I was drinking on video and people saw it, I got fired from a job. So Nick. Ask me who who whose apparel we have to buy as part of the school I'm I'm at.
1: So Oh, in the school that you're at? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So, David, I didn't know this, but you you guys have to buy. Who do you have to buy as the school that you're part of?
0: Nike sponsors us.
1: Really? That's all right. So, I didn't know that. Um, David hey, and I come. David and I come from a, an inner city school, and not inner city, but just you know, it wasn't high. So they were we inner buy, city. If we had to buy Nike, man, we couldn't afford that stuff. <laughs> so, um, you know, but no, wow, you guys have. So, and that's the thing, like. They get contracts with high schools. They get contracts. I mean, um, I know. I know my daughter's in gymnastics, right? And guess what, right? When you want to go into the competitive side, guess what? They have contracts with certain people. So that's kind of that's kind of where it's at. And when we talk about each stock is each individual company. It is not America as a whole because America, again, whether it's Trump, whether you're a Trump supporter, you guys are going to buy certain things. Whether you're a Biden supporter, you're going to buy certain things, right? Um, It doesn't matter what you are. You're always, you're just so used to buying things. And yes, there's something that comes out every once in a while that changes your opinion on something. But, you know, we look at, uh, we're going through COVID right now. And I think this is a big thing to constantly bring up. Um, If you watch any of the stocks that are in the medical field that have anything to do with covid when you hear an announcement that says, oh, we, we might have, a, we might have a, a, a test kit or something, right? So then you, you watch that stock that gets approved to do the test kits. And then it'll plateau because they've already been approved and they do whatever. So now they have to figure out, can we make a faster test kit? And then they, they grow or, or if they get denied, they, they, they plummet because they don't have that maintained, right? So they, they tried to grow and they failed or they tried to grow and they succeeded. Uh, we talk about vaccines. If you, if you look at the medical for that, watch, watch all these stocks, they get really close to a vaccine and what, you know, what they're trying to practice and people, people go, yep, this is the one that's going to hit. And then the, the, what is the FDA doesn't yep. approve it. Right. Um, FDA doesn't approve it. And so the stock plummets. Right. So it didn't, it didn't happen. So, um, if it happens, it sticks and it goes, but that doesn't, you know, that means that company can officially sell products. So, um, you know, I, I know we talked about Disney real quick, but I, I, you're a big Star Wars guy, huge Star Wars. And uh, when you watch Disney stock, when, when what we as normal people with, you know, normal money look at and they, they paid, they paid, who was the guy that wrote Star Wars? George Lucas. Right. They paid him what, like $8.2
0: billion or something like that? Some crazy number.
1: Right. And so everybody's like, oh, that's insane. I, I can't believe it. And they've come out with like six movies since they bought it. They've come out with all these toys. They've come out with everything. They've created an entire park, um, you know, for Harry Potter people, right? I mean, look at Disney. There's a, so you, you keep wondering how Disney can grow because they tear down the old and they build something specific to a thing. Um, I mean, Harry Potter's got this own section. They sell all the all the Harry Potter characters, everything about it. They make money on everything, right? It, it's it's insane to me. So just know. Just know that each business and whatever you can think of, there's some type of a stock behind it.
0: Well, and this, this brings up a great point. So Nick brings up Disney and Star Wars. And, you know, for those of you that don't know, you know, I, I like to wear costumes and stuff. Okay? I go to Comic-Cons, love it. So I'm part of a Star Wars costuming group that is actually recognized by LucasArts, you know, which is owned by Disney. And we have certain requirements that we have to do for Disney to allow us to do what we do. And, and most of what we do is, is charity events. We do, you know, hospital visits or epilepsy walks or, you know, some of the other fun stuff we do, we do like baseball games, you know, we'll go in during their star Wars night and dress up and, you know, stuff like that. But if we don't adhere to what their policies are, They'll put the kibosh on that, and we don't get to do any of that stuff anymore, you know, because th- we we are using their licensed apparel, basically. I mean, they're not selling it, you know, we're making it, but they they own it, you know. So I can go out and make a, a stormtrooper helmet, but that's their intellectual property. So if, I, if I'm trying to charge people money to take a picture with a stormtrooper, they're not going to be real happy with that. They're going to put the kibosh on that because they own it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, back to, it goes back to
1: when we were young kids, right? The, we always laughed at the the, the on VHSs if anybody VHS. Uh, but you no, know, DVDs have the same have the same thing. Right? Don't copy $25,000 fine. Uh, right cuz this company owns the right to sell that video. You're just trying to make 5 bucks off of it. They're trying to make their $5. Right. So they own the right to make that Fox. You own zero rights to make money. Right. Um, right. We, again, I'm going to, I'm going to date myself or I'm going to, I'm going to date myself d- depending on who you are. Uh, but Ly- LimeWire or FrostWire, right. When you, when you were pirating songs. I mean, that's, that's when, that's when, uh, you know, iTunes kind of started up because they were like, Hey, we'll charge 99 cents a song. We'll do all these things. Like David's laughing. Cause he's like, he was Napster. already up there and I was, I was a kid doing this stuff. Yeah. Napster. Napster um, was mine. Right but you can't you can't take you know so again if the stock a stock can't grow without money and you can't make money if you're letting other people have it for free so the old saying is nothing in life is free and that's a very true
0: statement so um so we did an episode a couple weeks ago talking about Dan Price from Gravity Payments right so if you guys have not followed Dan Price on Twitter you are missing out this guy is a fantastic follow and and a lot of times he's talking about what he's done with his company and what the problem is with the current economy we live in. And, and I watched a interview he had the other day, and he was talking about how, you know, through this entire pandemic, we're sitting here and, you know, we got a stimulus which basically amounts to about $6 a day. You know, if you got 1200 bucks since the pandemic started And, and billionaires have gained 40% 40% wealth during that time. I'm saying 40, it could be more or less, I don't know. But it was, it was a lot. And how, how sickened he is by that. And he, thought, he started talking about trickle-down economics, which trickle-down is another thing I got into a fight with somebody the other day about. Let me let me tell you right now, for every Nick and David that are out there that are sitting there going, you know what? I just do this because I enjoy it. There's 100,000 people that don't enjoy helping anyone, okay? They're just looking to better their bottom line, but they're not trickling anything down. Nick and I are sitting here, we're talking about things. We, we did a real estate episode last week, he gave away some of his secrets on what to do. We did a you know, how to buy your first house with TJ and Danny a month or two or three ago, whatever it was. And, and he, he told them specifically because they're like, Yeah, I don't know if I can buy a house because you know, I, I'm stuck in this lease. And he goes, Yeah negotiate the buyout of the lease into your purchase of the house. You know what? I'm 43 years old. Nick's 10 years younger than me. I never heard of that before.
1: Most people, no, nobody's ever heard of that, right? Like that was the only reason I, I thought of it is cause I, I know that if a tenant comes to me, I'm going to say, Hey, look, you know, uh, it came to me because a friend of mine is a real estate. He's he's an investor, but he's also an agent. And he's, and he goes, if you buy with me as your agent, I'll let you out of your lease. And, and because basically he's paying himself to break the lease. So um, that's kind of where it came from. And it just, right. You learn knowledge and I'm willing to give that type of stuff away. Um, you know, I, again, I have to go back and praise David. I'm sorry, guys. Um, right. Him and his wife, they do. Yes. We, 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 if you're, if you're not watching, right. You think it's funny when somebody says they dress up. I tell David, I, you know, it's hilarious that you guys dress up in character. We, we have our fun, but the impact that these people make in other people's lives and they don't get paid a dime for it. Right. Um, I know I've donated plenty of toys, right? So I I go to a spot and I see a star Wars toy on clearance and I'm like, I'm buying these because I know that, that, that second I see a photo of anybody holding that, there's a possibility that I impacted a life and they did it through them having it be there. So I want to give a huge kudos to you guys, um, for, for paying out of your own pocket to, be a character and for donating all of your time and everything. So that's, that's really, it's a huge thing, guys. Um, you know, I, granted, I did make free beer today, um, but we don't make any money off this stuff, <laughs> you know, and, and hopefully someday we do, but I'm pretty positive we'll end up giving back uh, because that's who we are. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I say I'm sitting here with, we talked about it in the beginning, I'm sitting here with fake money in front of me and uh, you know, money we talked about it in an old episode it used to be backed by gold. Now it's not backed um, by gold anymore. Right. So the, the economy is a matter of jobs, right? Which, so yes, it, jobs has a part to do with it because the idea of a job means that somebody is making money and we know that anybody that makes money, there's not a single person in this world that makes money that doesn't spend a dime. I guarantee you, if you live in your parents' basement, you know, even at, even at age any age you are, any age you are, I don't care if you're a young kid, you go out and mow grass because you have something you want to buy. If you live in your parents' basement, yes. Let's say you save every penny for, for two years, every penny in your parents fund everything, AKA Caitlin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, you know, so if you save every penny, eventually you're going to buy probably a house or a property of some sort. You're going to buy something. You're going to spend it. You're going to stimulate that economy. And when they, when we say stimulate the economy it means investing money into the economy, whether it's, you know, again, David, David did it when he bought his, you know, he, he bought plastic, he bought his robes, whatever, anything you buy helps to stimulate the economy. So the economy has a normal, let's say David and I, I mean, David, he eats out probably once a week. Now I don't eat out very much because the job thing, but right, I, I used to be the guy who would eat out breakfast, lunch, and dinner every weekend because that was family time. And, and we wanted to just constantly be gone and special and stuff like that. And we yeah, during in the week, we get busy. We're young. Um, so we were, right, we were helping businesses. We were doing these things. So the, the world is growing now. Do I, yes, the economy looks good right now, but not everybody's back to work. People are still on unemployment, unemployment's, unemployment's helping, but they haven't guaranteed that extra $300 per person right now. So, I mean, we're going to see we're going to see a big turn here very very shortly. People aren't going to be able to afford bills. People aren't going to be able to afford to go out to eat. I mean people are still going to do it, they're just not going to afford it. Now let me be clear about that one more time. People cannot afford it, they're still going to do it. So we have this fake right now. And yes, you might you might say I'm lying and it's whatever. But no, everything catches up with people in the normal of things. So Right, you had the trucks back in back when the COVID hit, like two months in. If everybody remembers, cars, trucks, blah blah, blah, zero percent interest. So a bunch of people went and bought cars. Well, they thought they were going back to their job, and some of those people are not. So those jobs, those cars are going to get turned back over. People didn't have the money to pay for it; they borrowed it, and it's going to get turned back over. So that's where that economy is going to start taking the hit granted we're, we're short on cars, right? And so it's going to take a while because we're short on used cars because nobody was trading. There was a bunch of people that were smart for the, for the first time. They didn't go do this, but there's still people that did it right. And still people that couldn't afford it. And so they, they thought they were going, Oh, I'll get a job. The economy is good. Oh, I'll do. This. And everybody plays the, Oh, I'll get through it. No, nope, no. Nope. I'm a, I'm a very, yes, I'll make this payment. Yes. It's secure. Yes. It's a guarantee. You know, granted there's still 5% or whatever percent that it's not going to happen, but, when you're, when you're in that high percentage and guarantee it, yes, but let's say you're the person that bought something, you know, and people are out, you know, they got their stimulus money, right? I know a crap ton of people that went out and bought something big. They, you know, let's say it's a whole family. That's 2,400 for a husband and a wife. And let's say they have no kids, 2,400. They went and bought a new TV, right? And, you know, now we're three months later. Guess what? Some of those people are on my Facebook. Oh man, I need the other stimulus. I ain't got no money. I, you know, and it's just like, so I'm, I'm already seeing it from my people that are not financially smart in what they're doing. So um, I I personally think that we're in this this fake economy right now where it does look good. But think about every, every restaurant is at half capacity here in Michigan. Everything is at half of whatever. So these, yes, they're doing to-go orders. So let's say they're at 75%, but still, I mean, eventually these jobs, I know personally being the finance, being the financial person I am, and I'm not everybody, but I know that I instantly made that stop of, I'm not going out. I, I wish I could support you, but I can't. I wish I could do this, but I can't because I, as a human, I have to care about myself as a husband, as a, as a, a provider. I have to, I have to worry about me. And it's so hard to say that because everybody's like, I always learn that young, right? Take care of number one first and then worry about others. And so, Yes. To me, giving back right now and what we're doing is giving back. Um, so I still, feel, I still feel fulfilled in giving, right? Um, because I used to be the person to provide for a lot of people. So,
0: Well, and when we look at it, so, you know, let, let's just <clears throat> call it what it is. So there's big business and there's small business. And we kind of talked about that a little bit here. So let's use Walmart as an example. And because it's near and dear to my heart, let's use break room therapy. So, if you've listened to any of our, our shows or watched any of our, our shows, you know that my wife owns a business. It's called Break Room Therapy. You come and you break shit. So, if you go to Walmart and you spend $100 at Walmart, that money goes to Walmart corporate, basically, and gets distributed throughout you know, the United States. If you come to Break Room Therapy and spend $100, the money stays here. I, I pay bills in Byron Center, Michigan, okay? I buy groceries in Wyoming, Michigan, or Grand Rapids, Michigan, or Kentwood, Michigan. I, you know, I, I write my utilities to companies that are Michigan-based, whether it's Consumers Energy or whether it's DTE. It, it doesn't really matter, they're Michigan-based. You know, the money stays in my, in my local community. It doesn't do that if you go and shop at Walmart. It just goes wherever they send it to because it's, it's not a small local business. Nick and I, we hung out a lot this summer because he, he's got a pool. So you're hot. It's, you know, 95 degrees out. You want to cool down. Hey, Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, come on over. Use the pool. We'll throw some hot dogs on the grill. We can drink some drinks. And literally, this is what happened every time we were done swimming. Nick, what happened every time we were done swimming? What did Emerson say? Oh, can we go get ice cream? Can we go get ice cream? Nick, did we ever get ice cream at McDonald's?
1: We never got ice cream at McDonald's,
0: no. Where did we get ice cream from?
1: Uh, I think it's called a Dairy Den or Dairy something. Dairy Treat, Dairy Treat. Uh, a, it's a, a small boy. little... Mom and Pop shop right around the corner. From
0: yep, me. in Jenison, Michigan. Yep. So um, we go and we spend, you know... As a family, we probably spend ten dollars. You probably spend fifteen because you got an extra person. Yeah. So we spend twenty-five dollars there. Where do you think that money goes to? It goes to Denison, Michigan, because you know they probably live in the community. Yep. And they're spending their money in their community.
1: Well, you know, I say, and yes, there's some, there's some of it, right? Not all of it, but some of it does go out when they go on vacation, but you know, we, we, we all pay federal taxes. So this company paid federal taxes. So they're, and I, I I don't know the exact nut figure. What is it? 15% goes to federal, 5% goes to state, which is still Michigan. And then they pay their employee off of that, but that employee is probably buying clothes, you know, and if, if they buy clothes, it's probably going again to a big brand store. Let's be honest, kids nowadays, I don't know what the popular stuff is. I'm not a Young hip kid, I never was. Uh, but like back when I was yeah, the good. thing, it was like Aeropostale, Air, Air Hollister, and um, you know. But I know there's still things like that. But that's a big corporation. So when we David talks about it, old, you know,
0: what's that? Not to interrupt. We employ a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. She wears all Nike.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's right. So I mean, even even if you support Nike, right? That that money goes to to them. But we go back to Walmart and you know, so Sam Walton, and so when you, when you buy at Walmart, yes, okay, so 5% of that purchase goes to people here, 95 of that, or well, another 5% goes to the building that's here, another 20% goes to the taxes, but then you have 70% that's going away, right? So 70% is going into this pocket of this person who's going to invest into other companies or their company, and they're going to open new locations, and they're going to, they're going to, I mean, we all know it, right? So what is it? Five, five of Sam Walton's top errors are on the top 100 richest people. Um, right. So they're, they're either a hoarding money or B they, they're on their big giant yachts. And so, yes, the, the, the yacht company made money that one time, but it's not like they're buying a new one every day. So, um, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's this thing that you guys have to look at where, when, when we as people are spending our money, we're supporting the local and the next is local and the next is local and the next above that, right, is going to big corporations. I mean, so, and we have to have big corporations to make America go. I mean, that's a huge thing, right? It, if we tried to make, if we tried to make a car ourselves, it would cost us a hundred grand. And granted, trucks nowadays are nearly that. If, so if we made a truck, it would cost us a hundred grand um, to, to machine way more than that. Let's be honest, it's probably $500,000. have somebody do everything to, to build a mold to do all that, but if you can mass produce things, right, that's how they get it down to $60,000 nowadays for a truck. Um, you know, I, I still want to do, I want to do an episode about, about why things are so pricey. Um, I think that's a, that's a big thing for me. It frustrates me so much, but again, the economy the economy has, again, so we talked about employment and how it represents what the economy looks like because if people are spending money, if they have jobs, they spend money. So that that stimulates the economy, right? Um, if people are investing money, that stimulates the economy. Yes, the the um, the stocks and, and all that are part of the economy. It's, it's a part of it, So yeah, but it doesn't represent the whole thing. It represents a small amount for what it actually is. Um, you know, we, we, we see that, again, we talked about, you know, COVID, COVID shut down a bunch of places for quite a, quite a while. So we seen stocks were really slow at that time. You didn't hear everybody go, oh, the economy is horrible. No, these places weren't making money. The economy wasn't horrible. They, the economy was technically shut down for a little bit. I mean, personally... Right, Europe Europe they shut down everything and, and they made it buy type thing, but um you know when when people are buying houses, I'm a real estate guy. So when you're buying a house, you're stimulating that economy. So you're 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 purchasing property strictly here in this location, you're giving that uh that realtor money, they're they're if you work for um you know a big large company, um, Keller Williams or something. Right. So Keller, you know, Gary Keller is making a bunch of money because his name's on this thing, but he's built himself to that point. Um, you know, if, if, but most of your money is going back to the, to the agent itself and they're, they're probably the one putting their name on your kid's uniform that says, Hey, um, Nick Watkins, real estate, you know, type of thing or whatever it is. I'm not a realtor. I'm not a realtor. I'm not a <laughs> So, um, but right. So these small businesses, and, yes, once in a while you'll get a mire to throw it out there, but it's probably because, you know, the mom or dad is the the manager of something and they, they got them to to get it. But, you know, Walton's technically didn't throw out their money for it. It was, you know, petty, petty cash that they're like, yep, sure, let, let's do this. So um, you go to big league things like uh, PNC Park or you go to uh, – Ford Field, yes, okay. That money, that money specifically comes out of the company because they've made money and they're trying to trying to drive up. So, well,
0: and, you know, if you want to stimulate the economy, you don't give money to rich people. Okay, rich people have money. Can You hear me? Yeah. Okay. So you don't give the money to the rich people. You give it to the poor people because the poor people are the ones a that need the money and b are going to spend it. So you find lower class or lower middle class or even at this point middle class if you can find any middle class people and you give them a thousand bucks and most of them are not paying a debt most of them are not putting that money in savings I mean Nick and I are the majority of them are spending that money they're like hey I need a new TV my TV sucks I'm going to go spend a hundred bucks on a TV yeah or well, I haven't bought some groceries in a while, so I'm gonna go buy some groceries.
1: Um, you know, I'm you brought up a good point, right? So money in the savings, okay. So the banks, the banks stimulate the economy in, in general, right? So um, because so when when you we don't think about it because ninety percent of America doesn't make enough money to be the the bank. Um, so when I throw my two hundred and fifty dollars into the savings account, it you know, they, they put mine with David's, with David, you know, with my buddies and all my friends. So technically we buy, we buy one person's car, right? So they, they take all of our money and they loan it out to one person. And they say, okay, we, we were the source to get all your money. We're gonna loan it out. And then they, they make their 4% or whatever the heck the crazy number is on loaning that money out. And that's how the bank makes money to pay for their tellers. And the more they do it and the more people pay that bill, the better that bank does. And then the better they can, you know, and that, that, that drives up the economy by saying, Hey, there's more money to lend. There's more money to be borrowed, right? The same with a house, right? It takes a 30 year mortgage. It's your biggest purchase. I mean, you know, here, here, what? $250,000. You can, I mean, we have $10 million houses. We have, uh, I'm looking at a house tomorrow for 40,000, right? Uh, Granted Muskegon has houses for five, five grand. Um, you know, so, but you still, I, I think let's, let's just stick with, you know, normal numbers of what you can loan on. And that's 40,000 bucks. If you borrow 40,000 bucks, you're paying back 5% over a 30 year period, you know, over a 30 year period. So you're making a buttload of money off that. And if anybody, you know, that's why we, we, we harp on, Hey, pay your, pay your house off early and do this because honestly you're just paying somebody interest. You're paying, you're you're giving money to keep letting other people borrow money. So the more you keep, the more you keep paying it back. So let's say you buy a hundred thousand dollar house, you're going to pay a hundred thousand dollars worth of interest. You're double buying your house. Well, now they have $200,000 to loan out. Right. And granted it happens faster than that. But so now the more that they do it, let's say every, every 10 houses, they can just keep buying, you know, keep giving more and more people a hundred grand, a hundred grand, a hundred grand, a hundred grand. And so then these people are all, you know, by, by the hundredth person, that's a hundred grand, each person that they keep, you know, keep throwing it out there. So, um, you know, the more that we can invest, the, 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 better, the better that the economy is technically doing. Um,
0: well, and when we're talking about economy, you know, we, we touched on it in the beginning. Stock market is not an indication of what the economy is doing, whether you're looking at the NASDAQ or the Dow Jones or the S&P, it doesn't matter. It's not an indicator. You know, Nick, what for me is a big indicator on how the economy is, Interest um, rates interest rates on my checking or savings accounts. Huge. huge. Because if if you're getting if a bank's sitting there going, Hey, I'm gonna give you three, four, five percent on your checking or savings account, you can guarantee the economy's doing well. They need you to invest your money with them so they can loan it out to other people. When the economy's doing poorly, they're giving you half a percent three quarters of a percent. I can tell you right now that, you know, my daughter has an account with ally. It's just a savings account. It started at like one and a half percent. And I think right now it's a three quarters of a percent.
1: Yeah. I say, I think mine is at like 0.15, you know, it's nothing, right? Like it's crazy. It's not even, it's not even a percent. Um, and so, right. I, I don't see, I don't see it as a successful economy, let's say, right. Um, but we are we are trying to make strides to get there. I, I, I believe that. but um, and this pandemic doesn't help. It doesn't help move money around. I mean, we, we talked about I think we hit it quite well with the coin shortage episode where right people aren't spending money to get the coins back. So when you get coins, you you move it over to the next company, and they get the same, they get those coins, and then they keep moving it, right? So this money is only moving to one spot and not moving to the next, right? It's not key. it doesn't keep going and going and going. It goes to one and stays, right? So, I go out and I just buy a, a box of spaghetti, and it costs me a dollar seventy. I take the thirty cents, I put it in my pocket, and I come home, and that's where it stays. I don't take that thirty cents and put it back into, you know, um, a new pan for the spaghetti let's say I, I you know so the, the, it's it's doing one and done and when you're one and done you're not you're not moving things things aren't going and growing
0: so i saw a story yesterday and i mean we're getting towards the end of this one but i, I gotta share this story because nick brought up coin shortage there's this kid i want to say he's 10 12 years old somewhere in the united states i don't remember where saving up for a computer and he heard about the coin shortage and he's like hey I'm going to roll all of my coins, and I'm going to turn it into the bank. Nick, do you know how much money he had in coins?
1: Probably as much as my kid right now.
0: Um, 200 bucks? He had like $9,000 in coins. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow.
1: For that young?
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was, it's insane. The kid he- was saving for a computer. I don't know what... I don't know if you wanted to buy a computer, you know, that they have at MIT that's worth, like, you know, a million bucks or some shit, but come on.
1: Yeah, I say, I, you know, I think I'm on a computer that cost me 212 bucks or something, you know?
0: I, yeah. yeah, I spent like, 600 on mine. Yeah. No, that's, uh... Um, and and, right, so, and here's the other thing, not to interrupt you, Nick, but you hear a story like that, and, I mean, aren't you sitting there going, man, I could, I could send that kid a $500 computer right now? I totally could, I you know, and I'm sure everybody else is. So I'm not going to send the kid a $500 computer, but I want to. Well,
1: and I think I think the thing to learn from that is right that kid that kid is learning how to save already. And granted, he's not making money on his money because he's got the change sitting at home, but uh, we have to have a talk with that kid. But <laughs> um, you know, and and one thing one thing that that's great about that is right this this is showing that. This is, you know, to me that that's showing that this kid is, is officially right. He, he goes back to the point I was saying where, yeah, if you're not spending a dime, eventually you will, right. Cause he has that end goal in, in mind. So he's going to spend that money, right. Nobody sits on it forever. So, um, you know, I think, uh, when, it, you know, when it comes to the economy, when it comes to the economy, we, we look at how much is being sold of our personal made stuff. Right. Um, you know, so, and that, that does do with small business things. Right. Cause I mean, the usually is a domestic product um, usually. Right? And so I guess I judge the economy on small businesses and if they're succeeding for the most part, right. Because, you know, everybody's doing these Etsy shops, everybody's doing, you know, eBay, eBay is a lot of used stuff, but Etsy rates right, usually, brand new homemade type things and stuff like that. So, right. If people are buying those types of things, then they're doing well. Or if people are coming into break room therapy, right. They have money, they have extra money to spend. Yeah. I mean, there's probably, there's probably people that are spending on a credit card and it'll catch up with them. But you know, so if you have extra money to do things, you're, you're helping that. So, but we've seen it. We, we had a, we have, we talked about it. Have, there's a giant list going around of all these sm- small businesses that are going out of business. And uh, you know, so you can't you can't have a society based off of just large corporations, right? It's you know, uh, you you look at China, and again, there's everybody thinks that you know China all it is is just manufacturing of of products to come here, but when you when you when you open your eyes, you go and you see there's every street vendor making 15 cents off of and granted, they don't sell corn dogs, but they, they're selling a corn dog for 15 cents. They're, they're, there's all these little markets along the side. They're, they're, they're peddling money. They're, they're doing anything they possibly can to make it happen. So um, I judge of the economy a lot on small business because if, if small businesses are getting money to open a business or getting money to grow a business or anything like that, that, that is a successful economy to me, right? People are lending money. People are borrowing money. People are getting approved for money.
0: And that's a fantastic point. The the better small business does, the better the economy is doing. Right now, obviously, it's difficult because, you know, pandemic and all. A lot of small businesses are going out of business. So what do you do to help that? Go spend money in your small businesses. Stop buying groceries at Walmart. Go buy at a, you know, Horrocks or Ken's Market or the corner liquor store
1: yep, or good, you know, good deals, anything like that. Yeah. So everybody's, everybody's got a small mom and pops grocery store. I mean, you know, we talk about here in the Midwest Meyer, um, net nationwide uh, Walmart. Right. But I mean, there's always that, there's always that something, right. Um, just, just south of us, there's uh fell which, yeah, a lot of stuff comes from family fair, but they're still mom and pop owned. Right. So, uh, oh. buy buy at these places. Um when,
0: when I was a kid, you know, I going to school in Plainwell and playing well, I went to Cooper Elementary, which, you know, for anybody that knows the you know, Plainwell kalamazoo area, Cooper's a very small township south of here. And they have a corner market that's called Gills. Yep. I used to get garbage pail kids or baseball cards from Gills because my grandmother worked there as a cashier. You know, she wanted something to do while she was retired. So she would be there as a cashier, and every time she went to work, she'd come home with a pack of garbage pail kids, or a pack of pops trading cards, or Donruss or Fleer, or whatever. And I was always excited when she went to work because I knew I was getting something when she came home. My mom burned all the garbage pail kids because she wasn't real good at money, but you know, hey.
1: No, and that's uh right. So the more things are the more things are getting bought that are local here, the the better the better it's getting done. So, um. I would say you know there's not many local companies i mean yes they're big large corporations but it takes a lot just to get into the stock market right you have to have a certain worth you have to have a certain potential just to open up for investors to to invest with you um you know i I look at um for anybody that's a a board game player right um what is it kickstart kickstart has a lot of small town people trying to push their little product right so if those things are doing successful and and you're getting investors right that's that's where you see success kind of come from so um you know i i hope that we we touch base enough for without diving into uh schooling um, on economy and how it actually revolves and how it works um, to educate you guys if you have any questions specific on what you're seeing and that we're not seeing type of a thing, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give you educated answers of what we find educational. Um, we'll debate you. We'll do anything. So leave your comments below. Um, if you're on podcast, cause that's what we're doing um, with bucks and brews. Very exciting. Um, right. Give us a, give us a review. Um, we hope it's an amazing one. <coughs> um, as always, YouTube people like subscribe, share, uh podcast people subscribe to the channel because you you're, you're going to want to hear this this lovely voice for the rest of your life so
0: well and you know just to hit on the podcast people for a minute here so we started doing this in i want to say late april early may so we have a whole lot of youtube episodes that are out there and if you want to see us cuz we are just so handsome you can sit here and look at us and that's great but you know, podcast wise, we've only got two episodes out there right now. We're going to, you know, I'm going to just kind of sparsely throw in some here and there. So if, if you haven't watched the YouTube show, make sure you're, you're subscribing on the podcast because you never know what we're going to talk about. Some of them will be a little more timely than others, obviously. You know, we did pandemic episodes at the beginning of the pandemic. But, you know, if I drop them a month from now aren't nearly as timely as they were back then. But, you know, hey, like Nick said, like, subscribe, share let your friends know we got a lot of stuff to share with you. And, and really we we would love your questions. We'd love your comments. We'd like to know what you want to hear about because we sit here and talk about the stuff we like. And, you know, we'd like to talk about the stuff you like. Yeah.
1: I say, you never know when we're going to find something that we like that we forgot that we liked. <laughs>
0: yes. Absolutely.
1: If it's money related, I'm guaranteeing we're going to like it. So uh oh, yeah. big shout out, big shout out again to my brother, but also Lakefront Brewing um, for a great IPA, um, Carbon 4 Brewing in Madison, Wisconsin, um, great chocolate oatmeal stout. Um, I'm not going to rush out to buy it, but I will definitely drink it, and I'll stop into the brewery when I go to Wisconsin again for sure. So,
0: Shout out for Sierra Rose, Jaden James, Cascade Winery, whatever you want to call them. Fantastic yeah. couple there.
1: If anybody that's watching this, one you know, if you're from out of town and you want to come in, we're gonna take you to Jaden James Brewing because they're gonna have a peanut butter porter that I'm gonna, I'm just gonna drink and I'm gonna drink some great wines.
0: So they have one of the best peanut butter porters ever.
1: They do. I mean, I you know, I agree. I think the Bob the Bob beats them out, but uh, you know, the Bob doesn't have theirs all the time. Where Jaden James has theirs on a the constant. All so. the time.
0: Yeah, I so. love it. All right, everybody, we, we appreciate you. And we'll see you next week We're talking about day trading and individual stocks.
1: Take care, y'all.